All right, we're good to go. Wait. What have you been up to, man? Um, well, nothing apart from it's snowed outside, so been skiing all day. <laughs> that's so good. That's yeah. crazy. That, that's like twice now it's snowed outside the season. Uh, yeah, no, it's crazy. Just. Yeah. No, sick. <laughs> I've been um down in Tassie the last oh. nine days, and it was gale force winds and cold it was like zero degrees and wet the whole time and i was out camping and oh i saw you snapped me um scaring asians on the bridge <laughs> did you get that snap <laughs> that was brilliant that was so much fun yeah I drove what'd to, you do i drove to this forest and it's like maybe an hour and a half two hours from hobart and yeah. you pay like 30 bucks and you go and walk on these huge swing bridges over the river. Oh, yeah. And I went out into the um, to the middle of it, and I just started jumping on it. And these <laughs> Asians were kind of coming the other way. But, um, oh, nice. Yeah, now it was a sick trip. But we're back in Sydney now, just getting ready. Sweet. i got a couple of weeks before heading to Canada. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so... um. This week, probably, we'll do one on boots, on ski boots. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You cool with that, Finn? Yeah, man. Yeah? See yeah. Then he's right there. <laughs> All right. Now, I've been looking at, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, touring boots. So oh, I'm, yeah? I'm getting real, real excited about... Um, Oh, hey, Jono. What? If you want to buy some faction skis now, do it. Why is that? I, there's some on this website for, if you want the eight, uh, the 2.0s, they're 800 and something. Yeah. And if you want the 3.0s, they're 900 and something. For the new ones? Brand new. Brand, yeah, the 2019. Season. That's what they are in Canada. Yeah. 900 for yeah. the brand new ones. And it's How much? 900 for, the, for brand yeah. new ones, 2019. Yeah. Canadian dollars. Canadian, yeah. Well, that's in New Zealand dollars. That's in New Zealand dollars. That's yeah. pretty cheap. That's pretty Have a look. Look at them. What's yeah. it called? Sorry? What's the website called? Freeze Pro. I think oh, I might Pro? have told you about it. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to buy some? <laughs> I don't need them. You don't need them? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet, anyway. Yeah. yeah. I'll, buy, I'll buy it at the start of our season when it's the end of their season. Yeah, it's a good time to buy. He's in sale. Yeah, I never never buy during during winter. You got to buy after or before. Yeah. Hey man. Oh. How you been? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey man. Yeah, but I've been um. I'm gonna get a touring boot. Oh yeah. I've been looking at some cool ones from Scarpa, Dinner Fit, and Salomon. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you have you thought about the the new full tilt ones? I, I haven't had a look at that. I knew you'd mention it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I got some tabs up on my um, computer on full full tilt. I was I'm like, oh, they're gonna want to talk about full tilt if we talk about boots. So <laughs> <laughs> so um, I haven't seen the full tilt touring ones, but they're supposed to be pretty good. 
Let's yeah. let's have a look at that actually. Just whack them up. What boots are you on at the moment? Um, the Descendant, the full tilt Descendant. Descendant. Descendant six. Descendant four. Uh, no, the four. The four. Let's have a look at these ones. They're on your website. What's what's the um attraction with full tilt? I've not never worn them. Uh, my ones aren't too good. They haven't got a lot of traction, but it's because they're park boots. So they're not like they're not designed. They're just, yeah, Stop. they're not designed to be um walked in. So it's there for skiing. Yeah, yeah, but yes, I was quite a flat sole boot. Um, got no, got no um. Like yeah, grip to it. Where the I think the Descendant Eights are the well, that's what they call Descendant Eight. The Turing ones they have really good grip on them. Yeah right. But um, why would you? So why are full tilt boots good for the park? What's what's uh, good about them? Because I see heaps of people wearing them. Soft. Yeah, so it's like the tongue and the boot. Um, you can get softer and stiffer ones. They're really interchangeable as well. Yeah. And what's that? You want soft boots when you ski in the park? Yeah. yeah if you got a rigid boot, then yeah, you got a rigid boot. It, um, it's gonna hurt your leg when you, or feet when you land. There's like you jump up and down with something like real solid on your feet, and it's gonna hurt because your foot doesn't like flex. Yeah. So you don't want to be doing jumps in like a downhill alpine boot. Yeah, and even if you're gonna land switch. Um, the most, the like, forward. couple mils um of flex in the in the sh- like shins gonna help it. Yeah, right. Sick. And did you um, you got them online, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. got from. How'd that go? Good. Yeah. Because like these days, I I went into uh, a boot fitter about a month yeah. a month ago just i just wanted to try on some boots and man the the process is so long i was in there for about an hour and a half and they're like doing all these measurements they're taking out the liner measuring my foot inside the boot and getting like tape measure out and and then putting the liner back in molding the liner and all this weird stuff yeah that's supposed so to give you a perfect fit the good thing about full tilts is they have the intuition liner, so it means that your um, your your like foot will um, mold. mold in the boot just using your heat, like heat from your foot while skiing. Yeah. So you don't you well, I mean you can, but you don't have to go to a shop. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty like, good. I, first. Like, first day I got them, hopped straight in them, and um, didn't have any pain skiing for the whole day. That's sick. I remember when I got my my first pair of boots, man, the first two weeks were just painful. And then I got um, ins- put inserts into them. And yeah. then it makes so much of a difference. And it even affects the performance of your skiing. Yeah. Are you skiing with inserts in them? Yeah, so, yeah. And all your skiing comes down to the, the comfiness of your boots. If you're going to ski in a, a hard 
uncomfortable boot, you're going to, like, want to, if you can, like, pinch your toes or you can, like, lean up in your boots, you're going to do that um, to make it easier on your feet. Yeah. So you're not going to, oh, you're not going to rely and put all your weight into boots. Um, so it makes you ski real rigidly. And, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So it helps. I mean, if you, if you get a really hard, solid, like, racing boots. Yeah. You want to get them molded and everything like that because they're not going to flex and mold around your feet as easily as softer ones. Yeah, will. I mean it really comes down, as I always say, to the type of skiing you want to do. I mean, yeah. if you're racing, you're obviously not going to race in full tilts. If you ski in park all the time, it's worthwhile buying like a park dedicated boot, like a full tilt. Yeah, and for yeah. Some, yeah, for someone like myself, I want to get into a touring boot because obviously. It's just more comfortable when you're touring uphill. Because when I was um, out the back of Jindabyne in Australia, I had my Alpine boots, which are the ones I've just been skiing and teaching on uh, the last two seasons. And, man, it's it's just so uncomfortable to walk in. Even when you unbuckle them all, like they don't have a a walk mode. They're just so uncomfortable and they just rub. So... Like I always say, if you're gonna if you're gonna get a boot, get one particular to what you do. I, I live by that. Yeah. But yeah, let's read out the specs of the the full full tilt uh, descendant for this. So this is the ones you're on. So they got a one o one o two last. Do you guys know what the last is? That's um, that's basically how wide it is. So a a one o two is going to be uh for a wide foot whereas i think a 98 is the i think 98 is the narrowest you can get in a ski boot maybe even a bit less uh that's the the good thing about um that's the good thing about having well for me full tilt boots anyway because um we all have quite wide feet i have a really wide foot yeah yeah i feel you i um I, um, what's great is with Salomon, uh, with their boots, what they've just come out with is, um, what they call a custom shell. So the, the last, they don't have a particular last. They might, might, right. might start at say 98, but the range is 98 to 104. You can, you can expand the shell with heat treatment to right. fit your foot. So when I went into this ski shop, they gave me a, a Salomon MTM Lab, which is a, a touring boot with a last of yeah. 100 to 106. And when I put it on, it was a bit narrow, but they beefed it up and put my foot in. It was just amazing what they could do with it. Yeah. Have you got quite a wide foot? Oh, man, my, my foot is so wide and flat. Yeah. Oh, it's painful. Yeah. So yeah, full tilt boots are good for flat feet as well because they're quite a flat bottom boot. Yeah. Yeah. And are you? I asked. Did you say you were skiing with inserts in them? I yeah. I've got I've got uh, different insoles just from my shoes because I've been wearing those insoles for a long time, so it molds to my foot just yeah. a bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. I got. Um, I'm gonna get custom custom inserts on my next yeah. boots just because I spend all day every day in them but the, yeah, right. the last two seasons I've just been using those off the shelf ones 
And the do you know the brand Cidas? S I D A S. They have they have a footbed, uh, and you just buy them online. They're about seventy eighty dollars. Chuck them in your boot, and it makes all the world of a difference. It's really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, highly recommend it. But it seems with the, right. the full tilt, they don't have a flex rating, do they? Uh, do you mean like a tongue flex rating? Like, I'm just reading here. Um, you know, in say you got your ninety flex, one hundred, one hundred and ten, one hundred twenty, one thirty, yeah. and the stiffer it is, the kind of more advanced the boot. Whereas um, full tilt works a bit differently, no, doesn't have that. They, they they instead of just having like instead of just putting the numbers up there, um, they just have like three. They just have soft, soft, mild, or normal, and then um, stiff. Yeah, yeah, that's what it says here. Adjustable flex. The boots flex is rated on a simple scale of one to ten. Ten being the stiffest. Change the boots. Yeah. The boots flex by simply switching the tongue. How does that work? You can replace tongues. Um. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go get the boot. Hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like because you can you can change and interchange the soles as well and the buckles on them as well. Really? Yeah, they're a good boot. You can you can change a lot with them. Why do you want to change like the t- the the soles and the bottoms well, and that. I mean, like, soles wear out. Yeah. Sole wears out. Buy a new one. Real easy to put a new, uh, put a new one in. Yeah. And what are they? Yeah. Three buckle. So, oh, you get it. There it that, is. That's the tongue there. Oh, okay. That's cool. So yeah. it's... You can just that, pull it that, out. Detaches from the boot. And then, yeah, three buckles. So. Three buckles, yeah. That's awesome. And so just if it wears out, you can just replace it. Yeah. Or if you want a stiffer tongue. Yeah. Yeah, so. Um, you can oh, that's the liner. Tongue. Yeah, that's the liner there. Yeah. Oh, mistake. <laughs> <laughs> A disgusting job. Yeah. No, the... Um, yeah, the foam... Almost like a gel. And how many seasons do you reckon you'll get out of them? Um, I don't know. I think I'd grow. I'll grow out of them. Grow out. I, you grow out I, of them. Really. Yeah, that's. I guess that's the problem when you're a bit younger. And how much does yeah. it cost to replace a tongue? Um, fifty bucks. I think it's like a new tongue. It's not expensive, that's for sure. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a good option if you're in a park skiing. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna try and find their touring boot. Let's have a look at it. For the tongue is um Do you know what it's called? Um So yeah, yeah, like fifty fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. For a full tilt, yeah. Boot tongue. Is um, the Ascendant, that's the touring one, eh? Ascendant, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's take a look at that. That looks pretty, that's a cool looking boot. Yeah, no, it's real cool, eh? No, it's only $681 on Freeze Pro. What, for the Ascendant? Yeah. 
on here it's 750. That's yeah, the, so this, that's, this is New Zealand dollars, 681 New Zealand Really? Dollars. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Oh, and if you're buying boots, you if you're buying you boots, you, you want to buy soles, I reckon. So, well, yeah. for myself, which I always allow an extra $200 because that's how much custom sole, uh, footbeds generally cost. Yeah. But the yeah. Ascendant looks like it's a uh, hard flex, having a flex of 10 on their scale and a wide foot. Right. Yeah. Three-piece shell. Oh, yeah. So, on here, we've got the, the Faction Candy 2.0s. 828 bucks. Yeah. And the Faction 3.0s, uh, 957 New Zealand dollars. 957 for the yeah. 3.0s. The, um, the 3.0s. That's sick. And, it, and then, like, the line blends are only 748 bucks. And then are you going to chuck the mark of the Griffins on them? Yeah, yeah. Here's, right, here's my thing now. I'm never going to buy a pair of skis and not put a pair of touring bindings on them really yeah because what's the difference uh, with between a a marker uh like a marker griffin and a marker jute they're the exact same binding well relatively just one you can tour in and one you can't and obviously they're like a couple hundred dollars more expensive but it just adds uh versatility to it yeah no, well, for me, it's weight. I wouldn't want to ride a, like, touring binding in the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, yeah, that's that's another thing. I've been looking into um, tech tech bindings just because they're yeah. so, so lightweight and they're yeah. not that more expensive, really. No. They're, like, maybe 80 bucks more than a Marker Duke. Oh, real? Yeah, for, like, a G3 iron or a Kingpin is a bit more expensive. For a marker yeah. kingpin, the marker kingpins kingpins are really good though, be mm. because you can ski the resort with them. Yeah, D just the way they're designed, they're like right. kind kind of like in between a full tech binding and a uh, frame binding because they got the heel piece, which yeah. which is they got the heel, piece, but they're not a yeah, but they're not a frame. Whereas something like the G3 Iron, you got the, it's full touring, it, it weighs yeah. a lot yeah. less, but, um, but, uh, obviously you're going to want that if you're out on like multi-day trips and stuff. Yeah, true. Do you guys have a computer there? Um, no, but we've got our phones. Yeah. I'm, um, yeah, so there's a sick boot called the Scarpa Mastrali. Have you heard of it? Ah, uh, yeah, um, look it up. Boots, what kind of boots were you looking at getting? Myself? Well, I yeah. think it's hard to say what particular one I'm going to get because you need oh, to... Oh, yeah, they're, they're, um, they're the same amount, $681, same amount as the Full Tilt Ascendants. Yeah, they're they're pretty good boot, but the thing with boots is you can't really say, oh, I want this one or that one. Well, at least uh, that's how I see it. Might be a diff bit different with full tilts, but um, generally you can't say I want this one or that one because you need to get what what fits. 
yeah. what fits the foot the best. So yeah. when I went into the boot fitter, I actually ended up, uh, I said, I want this one, this one, and this one, and none of them really fit. And he brought out another one, which was the, the obviously the Sal- Salomon MTM lab. And that fits because it has the custom shell and everything that you can expand. Yeah. So it's a good yeah. idea to have an option of like a variety of boots that you might get. Yeah. So for me, obviously, I've got a few like maybe something along the lines of Scarpa, Dinnerfit, or Salomon. Yeah. I mean, even head make good boots, mm. but. For two, like as you said, they're not really a touring brand, are they? They're no. they're more of a racing, racing brand. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're they're more they're right. And you always you always gonna gonna want um, one person's always gonna say, oh, you have to you have to get a four buckle boot. Uh, yeah. Because oh, they've been making four buckle boots for forever, so there's a reason they're still around. But yeah. I, I kind of disagree just in the fact that uh, for if you're a racer or you're a resort skier and you're just doing normal skiing and you want the best boot, yeah, get a four-buckle four boot because, yes, there is a reason they've been making them for so long. But if, you're been, if you're going touring or you're skiing the park, you're going to want to boot with more motion. And that's yeah. what the the three buckles or even the two buckle i'm not sure about the two buckles but that's what they they give you so if you look at the scar the scarper here uh 101 millimeter last size options 24 5 to 32 and it weighs 1.4 kilos a pair like that's super super light and i have a flex of one 110 so i think for uh someone who's like my weight and my uh size something like 110 to 130 is good yeah with my type of skiing but not all of them are kind of created equal like one 110 won't be the same as another no one will no. be stiffer than another and that's what i found yeah. with the boots i i had at the moment they were bits they were soft they were generally a soft boot but they skied kind of above their rating right and with these touring boots it's sick they got so you'd have these buckles at the back, obviously, yeah. that you flick into a walk mode. And this Scarpa has a 60-degree range of motion. So you can literally, like, walk in them. Really? Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. And they're combat- compatible with Alpine bindings, so you can ski them in the resort. Not that you really would want to. And they're super lightweight. Yeah. yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. Huh. Mm. So those are the Solomon ones. These were the Scarpa. Oh, the Scarpa. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just look. Just look up some boots you feel like talking about. Um. I don't really have any boots. Yeah. What? What are boot companies? We only really look at full tilt ones. Yeah. So. Yeah. But- but then full tilt. Full tilt. Um, yeah, I guess so. There's Salomon. Uh, oh, yeah. there's tons. There's Head. There's Dalbello. There's. Mm. Oh, 
Other ones are quite popular. What, the Dalbello? Yeah. They're an Italian brand. I, I, I think they've been around for a while and they do make they're good... Made, they're, made, they're made in the same factory as Full Tilt. Oh, really? Yeah. So Full Tilt's an Italian brand, is it? Yeah, made in Italy. Italy yeah. How's the, how's the quality of them? It's an American good. brand. Really good. It's really good? Yeah. Sick. They're actually quite cheap as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, nice. Hmm. What else? No, they... There's also Dinner Fit as well. Type What's it in. That? You know Dinner Fit? I got. I'm getting some up now. Have you heard of Rock Roxa? Yeah, I've heard of Roxa. Yeah, I was going to get a pair of those boots because they're made by the same company as Full Tilt. Oh, really? Yeah. It's so the Del- Italian. Jalbo, Full Tilt, Roxa are all the same company. Were they? Made by uh, made in the same and stuff. The Technica generally make pretty good, pretty good boots. Technica make yeah. Technica make um. Make good touring boots as well. Let's look up Technica. I I love Technica actually, and they fit my feet well. Yeah. And you know what I found out the other way other day. Was that um, you know Technica is is run by the same people as Blizzard skis. Yeah. Yeah, well, K2 owns Line Skis and, full, and most other brands. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. They're all owned by, by somebody, eh? Yeah. I never even looked at Blizzard Skis until, like, the other day. Marker. Boker is Marker, Del Bello, everything like that. And then, yeah. Yeah. I, f- I saw this... Um, Sick telemark set up the other day. Oh, yeah. On, um, it was on actually a Facebook group. Uh, hold on. Yeah, it had Blizzard Bonafide. You know that? Them? Oh, yeah. So they're like an all mountain ski. They're about 100 underfoot, I think. Yeah. And they had a, um, a uh, like brand new telemark binding on them for 700 bucks. Sweet. Which is pretty good. Yeah. But I was like, uh, probably not responsible to buy them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, this is a sick one. The Technica Zero G Tour. Look them up. I mean, um, Dave had a pair of Technicas, orange Technicas. They were Mark 1s. Yeah. They were race boots. Um, yeah, because he said they were quite... He skied with them undone because they were too stiff. Oh, yeah, they were... They were. I remember when I was doing my course, some, <laughs> some, some guy bought a pair of them. Yeah. And um, he... 
wore them and they were so painful he just like stopped the training and just just did the exams really yeah oh. you don't want to get a boot that's too stiff yeah. unless you're unless you're like a racer mm. and you're gonna like undo them at the end of every run and then like mold it and everything to you exactly all yeah, right this is the uh the Technica Zero G one ten flex. That's like that's a good flex. Uh, yeah. Ninety nine last. So that's someone with an average uh, sized foot. And the description says the power of lightness. To date, ski touring has involved compromising downhill performance to save weight. That's actually one thing with touring boots is now that the technology is getting better, you can. Um, have the lightweight kind of stuff and still be able to ski downhill and get the same downhill performance. Yeah. Whereas before it was compromised. The Zero G Tour weighs just 1500 gram and boasts a 55 degree range of motion in hike mode. That's pretty good. And then it has the 110 flex, which makes it a great downhill performer. Yeah. Well, that's sweet. Yeah. So they're just some boots that I've been looking at. To, um, yeah. to get but generally I, I know I budgeted $600 for a pair of boots and then right. like 600 Canadian that's a, that's a good budget that's a good budget though. and then I got a budget of two, two, um, $200 more for inserts right yeah oh that's right yeah yeah, I, was, I think I'm going to keep... I'll, I'll keep my boots next season. They should still fit me. Yeah. Um, you going to be um, skiing up around till next season? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah so. we're going to hopefully do the park more. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I want to get some bigger fields over the parks. <laughs> some bigger what? I want to get some bigger fields with some parks in them. What do you mean bigger fields? Oh, bigger ski fields with bigger parks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like Bulls of Cadrona because they have the big parks. And... They have the big parks and that's where you can do all the cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, I'm just thinking about that park. It needs It needs to... Um, it just needs to be more in it, doesn't it? It was. There wasn't... It needs progression. Yeah, yeah, it's hundred percent right. Like, it's like small jump, big jump, or small jump, medium, big jump. Yeah. So you can like, yeah. Mm. Because last or no, two seasons ago, they still had like two sets of rollers. Yeah. But they're ones. And that was really good because what they could have done is built big jumps on those big rollers, and then had like smaller ones on the smaller rollers. Yeah. So that you can progress. But... Yeah, that's what they need. I don't understand why they don't build two, two, um, at least, like, the year I started there, that we had two kickers, one small and one big, yeah. which is good. Yeah. And, but this year, we only had one kicker, and I don't understand why they just didn't put another one in. Well, how much snow they had, because they thought they were going to get more, and it, so they, they were waiting. Yeah. And... And, uh, and then I think by the end they'll just like oh no snow's coming we're not gonna bother yeah yeah 
what yeah what they should do is build like small jump on the first big roller yeah and a medium one on the second one uh and then a big one on the last one yeah yeah that's that's have... exactly what you need and you need to make them wider as well yeah quite uh, wide. they're too they're too skinny and they're quite high they're there but they're they're too skinny i feel i feel like if you've got yeah. a wider platform that's gonna let you kind of uh be more aggressive in your takeoffs you, yeah. like you can carve your 360s yeah. a lot more you, whereas yeah. you can't it's kind of hard to do on the small and Kadrona, they uh it's not the size of the jumps that they make like even the big jumps like the extra large line yeah those jumps they're they're not even that big it's just the it's the, the drop it's the drop off yeah um and they look pretty wide because they're so wide yeah and even like the medium line their jumps are only like i don't know probably they're medium 60 centimeters tall their jumps is that but, is that in antler alley yeah, so yeah. that's 60 centimetres is high, how high the jump is. Yeah. In, uh, but you get so... No, no, it's only like that high. And the, But the drop-off of the knuckle is we... We get, get you, yeah. 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 So, actually, this is something I want to know. How do you guys build your jumps? Because you do a lot of that. Uh, dumps. It, it, dep- it depends. Like, Just ride it. Until they've got the, the big push-shovel things. Yeah. yeah. So you just... I like the shovel. Yeah. Ideally, you want a groomer to just put a bunch of snow there and then you just shake it. Yeah, well, yeah, and you want to make it wider than you really want it and then you can chop the sides off. Otherwise, it slopes away and it starts turning into like a, a ridge. Yeah, and how do, you, how do you shape it? Just with the shovel and... Yeah, just, or, yeah, just shovel with, just and a shaper. How look at this bad boy. I bought a shovel. Can you see that? Nice. It's sick. It's a um, G3 Avatech. So, you, look at this. You can, like, head comes off like that, obviously, like any other collapsible you can pack it. shovel. So you can pack it. And then, if I can get it, you, it expands out like that. Nice. Can you see that? It's like a full-size shovel, and it's like rock hard. It's like really big, like spade mouth on it, yeah. made of metal. And then I got my um, probe, which is ah. like a, a long stick. It's, have you got a chance to see them now? Um, no, I'm gonna buy one in um, Canada, cause yeah. over here they're six hundred dollars for the cheapest one, and. Yeah, Canada. In Canada, they're three three fifty for what a BCA Tracker three, which is kind of like the standard uh, transceiver yeah. everyone has these days. But it's so expensive, the gear here. Even like I should have waited to buy my shovel and probe over there, but I couldn't help myself. I was in the shop, and <laughs> I just I'm just like, oh, these are pretty good. <laughs> I'll get them. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Nice.
but I think next next year, I I won't I won't be back at Roundhill. No. No. Just uh, I think that I've done two seasons there. Yeah. And I want to do more. I just want to ski the backcountry, man. <laughs> Realistically, yeah. that's what I want to do. And obviously, you know what it's like there. It's always backcountry is always closed there. Hey. Always. Yeah. I don't think I've nice. ever seen it open. No. So yeah. The best, know. best thing to do would, Joel. Um, best thing to do would be to drop down the back of the um rope toe. Yeah, that'd be sick. And you know what, down there, um, it's pretty low angle stuff. The other side, actually. Yeah. If I can remember uh, off the top of my head, because I didn't even go up there last year because it wasn't open. Nah. But it's pretty low angle stuff. But it's what the that? which is good because it's obviously avalanches only occur over 30, uh, thirty degree slopes. Yeah. But um, just the hike back up is <laughs> a long way. Yeah, that's the worst bit. But it's a massive, it's a massive bowl. There'll be some sick skiing in there. Oh yeah. And it's on the um. I think it's on the leeward side. So what that means is um, the wind from the snow, all the snow from the range of Round Hill gets blown over the back. Blown over the back, yeah. Because the, the, um, what do you yeah. call it? The winds, you know when you look at the range and it's just all stripped and dirt? Yeah, oh, majority that, of wind. Over you the, you yeah. hop over the back and it'll just be all lo- wind loaded on the other side. Yeah. So it'd be, uh, there'd be huge stashes of wind pockets, which would be sick. But obviously, yeah. you know, you've got to know where your avalanche stuff and yeah, go with someone else. No, it'd be, it'd be something I want to do, eh? Yeah. Have you thought about going out the back of Dobson? I, what's the back of Dobson like? I've only ever been there once. Uh, it's, it looks pretty nice. Dobson's got some sick hikes. I'd, um, yeah. you know, the, the chair there, Yeah. if you go to the top of the chair and you just hike up, you hike up that ridge and then you can kind of hike along to that huge yeah. peak. Oh, I'd love to ski down that huge peak. It's massive. Yeah. It'd be sketchy though. <laughs> It'd be so sketchy. Huh. Yeah. But, um, yeah, mostly touring stuff. What I want to do. I'm going to apply for a job at, um. Treble cone next year. Oh yeah. And, uh, instructor. Instructor, yeah. And then um and maybe Cardrona. Oh yeah. Maybe Ohel. But Oh yeah. But that's probably it. If I don't get any of them I'll work in Australia. Because oh, yeah. um at, at, at the fields. At the fields here, yeah, yeah. The I, I reckon I can I don't know, I'm looking at some patrol jobs over here. Oh, yeah. Because I've got my first aid and I've done done some AVI training. I'm doing some more in Canada. Yeah. So I, I might be qualified for that. But there's lots of options. There's ops, ops, lots of options. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, the snow over there is really good for park because it's real slushy all the time. Yeah, that's 100%. That's- Often. The this like the spring corn is all year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. 
I've barely skied in Australia though. I did like maybe I've done like four or five days. Just over the years, just going down there. I wasn't even like a skier. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so you'll be uh, probably in Australia next year then. If I'm not at um, Treble Cone or <laughs> Cardrone or yeah, Oha. Yeah. Uh, let us know, get cheap lift passes. Yeah. Sorry, what was that? Cheap lift passes. Yeah, cheap mates lift. rates. Yeah, mates rates. <laughs> That's like you always become best mates with the lifty. I don't, I don't, I've never skied Treble Cone. Oh, man, it's a sick mountain. We w- I'd rather make the trick and just go to Kadrana because it's got the park. Uh, that's where we differ, man. We're different. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather get a treble cone. Um, yeah. They've got some some real serious terrain. Yeah. The uh, They have some gate access backcountry there as well. Right. Which is, you can just get to the top of the chairlift in the back basin and then you kind of just ski across. Yeah. And they have these shoots. Uh, they might even be avalanche managed. I'm not sure. They were closed yeah. when I was there because of just the oh. recent recent snow. But they're steep and they're like proper like big mountain terrain. It's sweet. It's sick. And even the even the inbound stuff is is nuts. There's yeah. It's just the basin. It's it's basically two basins. You have a front basin, which is pretty pretty average kind of stuff it's, it's still good yeah and then you go to the back base and you like ski down the backside to this other yeah. lift which takes you to this huge like mountain and it's just so steep there's so many cliffs and it's so big it's sick like i would say the like treble cone is easily twice the size of everything at round hill yeah. like even oh. including including the range like i'd say it's you know all the skiable terrain in the range. Yeah. It's like that times two. What? Yeah, it's nuts. And that's just and that's just like the um. That's just the. That's both basins. It's yeah. like, but it's like big vertical. If you go from the top of the, if you go from the top of the, um, back basin to the bottom of the front basin, it's like yeah. seven hundred meter vertical. Something like that. That's sweet. So it's like the range. It's like skiing from the top of the range to the base around till. Mm. In one in one run. Oh, and you can do it all off piste. Oh, it's sick. sick. Yeah. Definitely a good mountain. You should go there. There's lots of like yeah. national lots of like little little like rock jumps and cliffs and even like sending it off the side of the cat tracks is fun and that, yeah. That sort of stuff. Nah, I don't know. Cadrona. <laughs> Cadrona? Yeah. Cadrona. Yeah. Cadrona's got, um, oh. they got Soho oh, Basin. Sorry? You know Soho Basin? Yeah. They're, you know how they're de- developing that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, at the moment, it's still, it's still backcountry or side country at the moment. Uh-huh. And it's all like, kind of like, mellow, low-grade terrain. And it's got like, nice, like, kind of like, ridge runs where you can like drop in either the side of the ridges in in your runs i'd like to i'd like to go go out there do some touring there hopefully they take some of the um i guess uh 
slows down the lines, I guess you could say. Yeah, or, or it can just attract more people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the other thing. It can either yeah. get way more people and it get way busier, or that's it can attract right. the same it gets quieter. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh, but I'd rather like go go for like a go for a tour, go hike, and maybe get two, three runs in a day, and yeah. then hike back. Cause like I like the hiking part of it. Like that's fun to me. Yeah. Whereas you you love the like hitting the park, skiing lifts yeah, just... all day. Yeah, park's fun. Yeah. I'm gonna send a five forty this season. This season, nice. Do it. Send a 5:40. I've been practicing my spins. <laughs> Just on the dry ground. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, you gotta land. If you if you're gonna ride powder, don't land switch. No, bugger that. Yeah. I'm actually stoked to yeah. to well, land a 5:40. That'd be sick. No. Landing switch and powder, I don't, yeah. Can you do it? Not too. What do you do? Oh, you can do it. You just need to land massively front weighted, don't you? Yeah. 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 Like your body's like. Yeah, so your backside of the skis is above the powder. Yeah, so since your your boots um, flex forward either way, so. Yeah, so you'd want a nice and flexy ski. Yeah, you want a nice flexy skin. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a boot. Yeah. 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 I'm heading to um, probably heading to Whistler. Just before I'm going to start work. Oh yeah. I got, I got like ten days in Canada, in Vancouver area. Before I fly over to start work, so I think I'm gonna go to Whistler. Go ahead, all those big. uh... Jumps and rails. Yeah. I'll probably actually. I'll probably just do like a probably just ski a day there because the day passes cost a fortune probably. Yeah. But um. Oh, that depends because like New Zealand's really expensive, so. Yeah. Like, like, I'd probably just. To, be the, uh, like com- no, compared to here, they're the same price, but the amount of skiable terrain that you get with it. Dude. Yeah. Whistler, like, you can work on the patrol um, there and not ski the whole mountain in five years. <laughs> That's how big it is. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Yeah, it's huge. But I'd probably, like, I'd probably go out with a guiding company and do some backcountry stuff. Yeah. Wouldn't do it by myself. <laughs> Canada's, uh, a di- Canada's a different story. Oh, yeah. They have, like, terrain that will kill you, so... Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah, so... But, yeah. It'd be sick. Yeah, it's going to be awesome, man. Get my set up when I go there. So, you're going to get that um, in Whistler, or...? No, I'll get it in Vancouver. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. In Vancouver, for sure. It's cheaper. Oh, yeah. There's even like um, got an email from where I'm working, and they um, said they have a they have a deal with like a local ski shop 
for blizzard skis. Oh, yeah. So, like, I'll probably just get a pair of them for my carvers. Yeah. Just because I'll probably be able to get them for the manufacturing price. Yeah. Which is super, super cheap. I've never heard of blizzard skis. Blizzard. They make oh. carving skis, race skis. They're Technica. Oh, I thought you said lizard. No, blizzard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> blizzard, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah that Is it still snow on there? Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's kind of, it's melting before it, like, it's melting quicker than it's snowing, so. Yeah. And how was the session this morning? Get on some rails? Yeah, in the end. Well, I did. It's... Joe can't pull me fast enough to be able to get enough speed onto it. <laughs> Is that in your front yard? I need a bungee. A bungee. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. All right. Oh. oh. Anything? Oh, anything you want to talk about? Um. No. No. Not. Not in particular. No. Is there anything else you want? Any gear? Any? Any sponsorship shoutouts? Um. I've got a list. <laughs> um, you should, um, do you put your, like, your videos on YouTube in that? Uh, no, we're going to hopefully do this, this, this year. Yeah, that's cool. Because I think I'm going I to, should... um, what are you going to say? There wasn't very much snow like, this year, so. Yeah. Because I'm going to um, start putting the podcast on YouTube instead of SoundCloud. Ah, uh, yeah. So, um. And I think I'm gonna like try and get like some film stuff in. Nice. Yeah. I think next season I'll I ne- might make videos to. Next season we're gonna go. We're definitely gonna. Yeah. Actually. You gonna go for it? Yeah. Yeah. Send them. Send them to line skis. Get some skis. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Awesome. What are you up to this afternoon? Um, are you going to go to a friend's house because it's his birthday? Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. The snow's got really sticky and, like, wet. So. It doesn't snow here, really. Yeah. <laughs> Better than nothing. True. Yeah. Mm. All right. Cool. Sweet. Yeah, hit me up if you want to do another one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. What do you want to... What else can we talk about? There's tons. There's like gear, clothing. Yeah, I yeah. guess. Goggles, helmets. Goggles, helmets. Oh, yeah, he's actually... That's actually someone I want to talk about. Helmets. Goggles. Helmets. helmets. All right. I just want to say one thing about the, these helmets. And the, the people that wear helmets without the ear things... Yeah. Are the best. No. <laughs> I, uh, I can't. I, I took them off on mine. And I'm like, oh, this is terrible. <laughs> so no, you uncomfortable. Just, you just got to be, you know, you got to be the man. Yeah, yes. No, you, it's not <laughs> it's even, look, just, it's all that style, isn't it? Yeah. To wear them, you got to be the man. The thing is, though, your helmet uh, is like the perfect helmet for doing it. Yeah, I've got a I know, base. I know. And I still can't get rid of that stupid gap <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> <You got it? laughs> 
he's got to just wear a balaclava, your goggles, and your helmet. That's it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Pro tips from the fashion. Yeah. From the fashionistas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Just goggles under your helmet. Yeah, yeah. Look, makes you look like a Jerry, especially in the park. What is it? Goggles under your helmet. Goggles under your helmet. Even free skiers wear. Goggles under your helmet. On. No helmet. On your helmet. You wear them on your helmet, man. No. Yes. You wear them on your helmet. No. How do you adjust them? What do you do when you, when you like? You unclip your helmet and you put your helmet up. Yeah. So oh. <laughs> oh. Is that cool? Sometimes it's going out the T-bar or going out the chair, if you like lean back and you end up watching your helmets go flying down the mountain. Well, no, that's only if you're stupid. <laughs> oh, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. <laughs> I was watching videos the other day of where you filled a line of me through the park. I get down, ah. to, the, get down to the bottom and the helmet's like falling off. Because I, I was wearing Finn's helmet. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I had the goggles underneath. I was like, full park rat. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta have them up. Yeah. Under the helmet or no helmet. Yeah. We're not going to win this argument. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I'll, I'll wear them over. I'll always wear them over. Um, I'll write a petition. Think. <laughs> I feel like a big pat, like big mountain powder skier. Yeah, that's me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a professional big mountain powder skier, man. That's why I wear them over. <laughs> I'll never wear my goggles over my helmet, and I'll never ride unscented skis, unscented mountain skis. Oh, I reckon center mounted skis are just awkward. I'm keen to ski some powder this season. I'm gonna, my powder skiing is going to be twice as good by the end of the season. Uh, yeah, they probably backies off everything. No, nah, double backies minimum, mate. Oh, 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 oh. I don't, I don't settle for backies. Just, just double backies. Just double. Just double. Go yeah, double backies. Man. Yeah. Nice. All right, man. You want to call it at that? Wait. Yeah. Have a good one. Sweet. Yeah. Talk you to too. you soon. Bye. All right. See you later. Cool.